The Making of a Modern Man, a podcast dedicated to ambitious men who want to unlock the potential from their mind, body, and life. My name's Jack Taylor, and I'm a men's health, performance, and behavior change specialist. I believe that every man has the potential for greatness. Most just don't know how to unlock it. And that is the intention of this podcast, to help you step into your power and become the man you've dreamt of being. So if you're now ready to elevate all areas of your life, let's dive in. Today we're going to be talking about something that most people want more of. And actually a lack of it can be very destructive to your life. Something that will creep up everywhere and it's ever present and you will always notice it. And that is self-confidence. Now the word self-confidence or confidence in itself gets thrown around all the time. I hear it everywhere. You see it on Instagram posts. You see people hopping onto podcasts to talk about it. It is getting thrown around everywhere. But I don't think most people have an actual understanding of what self-confidence means. So let's start off by looking at what does self-confidence mean. Self-confidence is the opinion you hold of yourself. It's how you view yourself on an intrinsic level. Now, there's been many studies and surveys that have been ran, and the stats that came out of those were quite shocking, and that is that 85% of people say that they have low self-esteem and low self-confidence, which is quite alarming. But why is this important? This is majorly important because self-confidence is at the heart of absolutely everything you do. It's where you operate from on a daily basis. Because it determines how you think, which therefore determines how you feel. And how you feel determines how you behave. And of course, your behaviors determine the outcomes that you get in life. So a lack of self-confidence is going to directly correlate to the outcomes that you get in your life. Now, I spent the majority of my life with a lack of confidence. It riddled me like the plague. It transpired in many different ways. I couldn't talk to girls. I was scared of rejection. I was desperate for people to like me and to validate me. So I would do anything to seek someone's validation just so that I could feel better within myself. Like it transpired in so many different ways. And it was as if I was carrying a ball and chain around with me wherever I went. It was blatantly obvious and it was taxing for me to carry around. It made life so much more difficult. Now, my biggest fear at that point in my life was being at the center of attention. Because as I reflect back on it, the reason why that was my biggest fear was because people would then see me for who I truly was. And that was someone who I wasn't proud of. Someone who I didn't actually like. Someone who I didn't have a good relationship with. And I didn't want people to see the true authentic version of myself. So I acted up. I did loads of things that I probably wouldn't have done if I felt confident. And like I said, I was constantly seeking external validation because I wasn't able to generate that validation intrinsically inside of myself. Now, at the time, I was aware that something wasn't right. I was aware that I didn't feel good. But at that point in time, I thought it was because of how I looked. I was a little bit chubby. I wasn't in the best of shape. And then I got really skinny and I still wasn't in the best of shape. So I was both ends of the spectrum. 
I then got into great shape. So I went on this mission of being like, you know what? I'm not confident and it is plaguing my life. So I'm going to do whatever it takes to get into great shape. And that's what I did. By the time I was 19, I was in fantastic shape. I was six packs up to my eyes and I was dedicated to the gym. What then happened is that I realized I changed my physique, but I still wasn't confident. I would still look in the mirror and not like who looked back on a deeper level than just how he looked. So I then recognized that it's not just how I look and my external appearance that determines how confident I am. So it was this point that I recognized it was how I operated and how I showed up every day for myself that determined how confident I would be. So what did I do to change it? I can tell you something I didn't do. I didn't sit and chant affirmations at myself every day. I see this all the time as well, where people say, just believe that you're confident. Just tell yourself that you're confident. And I think that's bullshit. I personally don't believe that that works. Or if it does, I believe there are many more practical and effective ways that you can build confidence. So one of the first things that I started to do was focus on personal integrity. I did what I said I was going to do. So I made a commitment to myself that I would never break a promise that I made to myself. And this is where people get it twisted. People think that the most important thing in life is not breaking promises to other people. Now, of course, that's important. That's important if you want to maintain positive and healthy relationships where trust is involved. But what is much more important than that is you not breaking promises that you make to yourself. Because in doing so, you then break the trust with the one relationship that means more than any other in your life. And that is the relationship you have with yourself. And I want you to picture it like this. Imagine you've been arranging to meet your friend at a coffee shop and you've had 10 planned arrangements. And every single time your friend has bailed. On the 11th time of planning that coffee shop meet, would you believe that they were going to turn up? No, of course you wouldn't. Why would you? They've bailed on the past 10 occasions or they've made some form of excuse or reason as to why they can't show up. And what happens is then you start to lose faith and trust and belief within that person. So they lose credibility. And the exact same happens with yourself. When you say to yourself, you're going to do something and you don't do it, you lose trust, belief, and faith in yourself. And that is how you start to reduce your level of self-confidence because you no longer trust yourself. So that is number one. You need to focus on increasing your level of personal integrity and not breaking a promise that you make to yourself. Whether that be going to the gym, whether that be not having the donut, whether that be getting out of bed a little bit earlier. It doesn't matter how big or small that promise is. You just need to make that commitment to yourself that you will never break a promise that you make to yourself. Now, what else did I do? I gathered an overwhelming amount of evidence that I am who I say I am or who I want to be. So if you don't know who you are, then I want you to picture your higher self, the most optimal version of yourself that you wish you could be. And you need to get crystal clear on him. You need to assess how he shows up, how he looks, his habits, his rituals, his behaviors, the attitude that he has towards life. 
And once you get clear on that, you need to then start gathering evidence that you are becoming him. And this is going to require you to step outside of your comfort zone. Because you're going to need to push your boundaries to start to become the guy that you knew you wanted to be. So you start showing up as him today. Because what I always say to my clients is that if I want to become a millionaire, I don't just one day wake up with a million pounds in my bank and then start acting like a millionaire. I need to start acting like a millionaire way before I ever become one. And that's the same with your higher and future self, is that if you get clear on who you want to be, you need to start emulating the habits, the rituals, the behaviors, the mindsets of that version of yourself today, way before you ever become them in order to become them. Now, number three, I took sole responsibility for my life. I stopped blaming other people, which is something that I used to do. I used to sit and fall victim of the fact that life is out to get me and it's everyone else's fault. The reason why I don't look how I want to look, the reason why I don't feel how I want to feel is because of someone else or something else. It was never my fault. Now, as a result of that, I became very disempowered because I felt like I had no control over how I felt or my outcomes in life. Because I'd relinquished all sense of control by giving that power to somebody else. So instead, what I started to do is I took extreme ownership of my life. I took sole responsibility for my life and all of the outcomes that I got within it. Because by taking sole responsibility, you need to own the fact that you're going to have shortcomings and they are yours and you're going to have successes and wins and they are also yours because you cannot have one without the other. But by you taking sole responsibility over your life, you stop blaming other people and you start feeling empowered. You start feeling like you have a sense of autonomy and control over yourself and the outcomes that you get in your life. And that is an awesome space to be in. And finally, I became aware of the language that I used. But more importantly, the language that I used to myself when no one was around, because I was a bastard to myself. I was extremely self-critical and I needed to bring awareness to the language that I used to myself and the way I used to speak to myself. I would sit there and I'd think, what do I gain from talking to myself like this? And I want you to do the same. It's catch how you talk to yourself. And if you're beating yourself up and you're calling yourself an idiot and you're degrading yourself, I want you to sit and I want you to ask, what do you gain from this? Because the reality is, if you were to talk to somebody else like that, do you think they'd stick around? No. They'd probably tell you to fuck off. And that's the reality because what you're saying is not kind. And what you're saying is not conducive or nurturing a great relationship or a high-performing relationship at that. So I want you to recognize this. I want you to recognize the language that you're using to yourself and start to talk to yourself like you would talk to your best friend. And that doesn't mean that you have to always big yourself up and blow smoke up your ass. Because if you truly have a best friend, you know that they sometimes need to be put in line. If they step out of line, you need to pull them to the side and go, dude, you're better than that. I know you can do more than that. You're being lazy. And that's how you show up for your best friend. 
So you need to start showing up for yourself that way too. If your friend messed up, you wouldn't call them a fucking idiot. You wouldn't tell them that they're stupid. You wouldn't tell them to give up. So why do you say that to yourself? Recognize what kind of an impact that would have to your friend if you were to say that to them. And then understand that it has the same impact on you. So just to recap, hopefully by now you know the importance of confidence and how it is at the heart of everything you do. It is how you operate. It is not just how you look. It's how you show up for yourself every single day. It's the opinion you have of yourself on an intrinsic level. And the ways that you build self-confidence are not by sitting in front of a mirror and chanting affirmations, just telling yourself that you're good enough, telling yourself that you don't need to change. You're already amazing. Because the reality is something does need to change. You need to start doing what you say you're going to do, holding yourself to a higher standard, fulfilling promises that you make to yourself. You need to gather an overwhelming amount of evidence that you are who you say you are or you are who you want to be. Start emulating that version of yourself today. Step outside of your comfort zone and step into your own personal power of the guy that you knew you wanted to be. Take responsibility for your life. Stop blaming other people. It is disempowering. Take ownership of yourself, your body, your actions. And then you will start to feel empowered that you have control over the outcomes that you get in life. And become aware of the language you use. Stop being degrading to yourself. It is not helpful. You gain nothing. Talk to yourself with the same level of sternness that you would your best friend. Where it is constructive, it is fair, and it is inspiring. Guys, I hope you've enjoyed this one today. I look forward to hearing your thoughts on it. I will catch you on the next episode. Guys, I appreciate you for listening and I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did and you found it valuable. To make sure you don't miss an episode like this in the future, hit that subscribe button. But until then, take ownership, take action and keep hustling.